0: god's given us a chance to make it right he's created a remnant for a reason you are the remnant i want you to know we're winning god is with us and in the end we know how this ends And welcome back to another episode of conservative daily podcast my name is joe oltman
3: and I'm Ash Epp. You know, we're coming off a very violent weekend.
0: Um, yeah. Is and,
3: uh, and we're going to talk about that, but we are also heading into a pretty pivotal week with key decisions and key meetings happening all over the country. Um, Sussman trial starts today.
0: You know, it, it, it does start today. And I think, you know, I guess I'm a little bit concerned. I'm a little concerned that, that there's no media coverage at all on the Sussman trial and the implications of it being tied to Hillary Clinton and the Clinton foundation and to the Russian disinformation da- dis- or, or disinformation doing it on purpose, uh, dossier said, we'll use, we'll use their definitions of things. Yeah. I think it's going to be important to do that, but there's, there's a lot going on, but, but as we start talking about the violence of this weekend, I, I want to be clear, I believe everything that is done is for a purpose. I mean, there's violence that occurs all over the country every single day. I mean, we talk about what happened in Chicago. Uh, you know, they're they're about to have the bloodiest year in the history, and the most stringent gun laws in the country are in Chicago.
3: That's right. So how? Uh, yeah, and we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into all the all the uh, talk about the gun the the gun issue the. The shootings that we saw this weekend, but, uh, you know, can, we can't talk about, we can't mention Sussman without just reminding everybody that Sussman is the Perkins Coie lawyer who worked for Fusion GPS, uh, worked for Mark Elias at Perkins Coie, as part of the Clinton campaign and was uh, indicted by Durham for lying to the FBI. And there have been additional revelations, additional um, uh News drops coming out about what's happening with that trial. So as that trial starts today, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it and uh, and covering it later in the week as we get some information about it.
0: But but beyond that, we have we we, we have. I mean, they are. I mean, forty billion dollars to Ukraine.
3: Yeah, we, we were excited on Friday because Rand Paul stood stood in the gap for us and stopped the bill. And they are very very unhappy about that. They want to revive the forty billion dollar aid package to aid package to Ukraine, and we're going to talk about that as well. We're going to talk about all of it. But uh, first, we have uh, we have a guest joining us for a little bit this morning. So all we right. uh, there. So as I mentioned earlier, there are. There are pivotal meetings happening all this week. We are going to be covering all of it on the show this week, so make sure you're tuned in. Um, tonight, in Surrey County, North Carolina, there is an important Board of Commissioner meeting happening about election integrity and election uh, the election systems that they're going to use. And so we have, from nc-election.com, we have Jason Jehoric joining us now. Welcome to the show, Jason.
4: Well, thank you for having me on. appreciate it.
3: Absolutely. So folks will remember Surrey from as, as the North Carolina County that back in January of 2020 did a uh, stood in the gap for the American people the people of North Carolina once again, from a Second Amendment standpoint, got the lion's share of North Carolina counties to join them in protecting Second Amendment rights. And now North Carolina citizens are standing in the gap for Americans once again. Can you tell us a little bit about what to expect tonight?
4: Well, we have um, a, a big day in North Carolina today, in Surrey County, where we're gonna have county, we're gonna be speaking to the county commissioners and we have David Clements. Um, Dr. Frank was supposed to be in, but he can't make it because he's got another commitment and just plates, uh, planes didn't you know match up, so he couldn't get be there. But we have a very pivotal day because there were, the GOP in Surrey County is stepping up and saying they do not wanna have any machines in the future for the elections well why are they saying that because of mail-in you know two thousand mules all said mail-in well we didn't have drop boxes in north carolina and we don't have dominion machines we got esns but it's very strange why we see every democrat that won mail-in by the margin of victory and i'm not just talking about surrey county all 100 counties across the state did 100 percent all winners went to the democrats that's just impossible. When we did when we presented to Surrey County, we went and pulled the through the numbers. They are a Republican county. And every one of their candidates lost mail in. Mm-hmm. And they said, that's impossible. You so know, like, to, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I got I, I got a chance to go through all of your reports and your PowerPoint. And what was amazing mm-hmm. about it was not just the number of mail in ballots that they lost, but the percentages.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a 70-30 split across every different county. And it's a 5% variance across it. That's kind of a data inconsistency. And the State Board of Elections won't allow us to do a full forensic audit of the machines and the source code. Because first of all, they don't understand what a full forensic audit is. Because when you just go look at a ballot or do a, a, a count, that's not an audit. That's just verifying what you see. The numbers there match what you see in the systems. And that's not an audit. We need to view the source code on these machines, and in two months they're going to be gone. So Surrey County is stepping up to the plate and says, "Hey, we want to, you know, preserve 2020 election data in any machines that are currently being used today. We want a forensic image of these machines, right?" And what I'm, and what
3: th- I'm surprised about that you said, uh, Jason, is that it's the GOP that's yes. that's spearheading this. This is surprising to to me. We don't well, we don't see that really anywhere across the country. Say more about that.
4: Yeah, the GOP is stepping up and putting this together because when we presented to them and they didn't realize that mail land was such a big problem, they said, there's no issues in our county. Uh, and then when we presented to show the numbers, they said, this is we've got to do something about it. And I presented probably 20 different counties and Surrey County is the only county that's stepping up and taking action. So I, I really commend the GOP there and taking up and do it. And they're taking heat the GOP in in Surrey County, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to put him on there, but he's being targeted right now um, and he's gotten threats, voicemail threats. Now, the press is out there saying that we're threatening the state board of elections. No, what we want is fair and honest elections, the best man or women to win the elections. It's not about bringing Donald Trump back. It's not bringing, you know, fixing elections for the Democrats or Republicans, because I'd have to say that it's already being done. They, right. The system is set up for both parties to whichever one has the most money to win, right? Well, so they're setting up saying we want to remove the machines.
0: Yeah, I think that you know just to, to clarify, one of the reasons why I've had such a problem. I had to stir my own coffee with my <laughs> finger. Sorry, um, these are first
3: world problems, Joe
0: so uh but one of the one of the issues that we're facing right now is it's not the democrats that are standing in the way of being curious and getting to the end of the bottom of this and so i had a conversation with another leader on the gop um, a national leader who uh, called me through their uh assistant secretary and said so and so wants to talk to you as if i was going to be so impressed with that idea that i'm talking to this person and they said listen uh number one you need to know that this is a constitutional crisis, like you're pushing, you, yes, yes, your narrative is winning. I go, no, 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 stop it. I go, stop it, stop it, stop it. It's not a narrative. It's the truth. It's not the narrative. It's the truth. And I, and I wouldn't go any further. I go, I'm not gonna even, even going to take this conversation the next step until you tell me 100% we're talking about truth. We're not talking about hyperbole. We're not talking about rhetoric or propaganda. I want you to admit it's true. And he goes, exactly. OK, I'm, I'm willing to concede that we have massive problems in our election. I go, no, 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 the election was stolen in 2020. S- repeat after me or well, the conversation's over. Hmm. I have nothing left to say to you. And it, what was amazing is it says, OK, off the record. And I was like, OK, off the record. Everything's off the record, off the record. Mm-hmm. There's no transparency for the American people. And so I, I look at this, and, and I got him to admit it, and he goes, but it creates a constitutional crisis, and then we don't know how to fix it, Joe. And I go, I know how to fix it. Paper ballots. Paper. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. He goes, well, and they'll cheat the paper, paper ballots. Here's the confusion what people have. They realize that we fill out a piece of paper, but it gets scanned, and the, and the calculation is be done by a machine. We need to calculate these things by people, yeah. okay, and verify that these votes are accurate. So you have to ask yourself, how did the governor win of North Carolina, the auditor, the secretary of state and attorney general? There's data inconsistencies that point out that they won only by mail-in. And we've got IP addresses that prove that there, well, maybe not prove, but we gotta do an audit to verify that there was 400 and some thousand votes that were flipped across North Carolina. And how did they win? By 400,000 votes. That's a data inconsistency right there. They said, hey, we need an audit right mm. there of why, why did that happen, you know?
3: So at the meeting tonight, is there a decision yeah. expected? So this is a board of county, you know, to set it up for the audience, the, the meeting tonight. This the, is the a board commissioners, the, yeah.
4: Yeah, the plan for tonight is in, educate the people in the county and the surrounding counties and communities. We've got people from Carteret, from, uh, from Georgia coming down to actually go to this meeting today, because I don't think you're gonna see an answer tonight because there's a gag order set up on the county commissioners, so they can't even talk to us. Um, So we're gonna be presenting to them for an hour and we're not sure exactly how this is gonna turn out today because we may have to just do a rally because they may not even allow us to go in there. Uh, The State Board of Elections is blocking a lot of this and the lawyers, the GOP lawyers are involved. But you got to, the local GOP is stepping up and saying this doesn't make sense. And we have to do something about this. So, to, the answer, we hope to see an answer today, but I'm not, I bet we won't see one today. So, it's the, Surrey, to
3: it's the Surrey County GOP that is pushing yeah. for this. Has the state GOP, the North Carolina GOP, weighed in?
4: No. Well, they haven't weighed in. And I, put money on it that they're going to say no they're not going to support this and they don't want this to happen but it's the people in the county that are stepping up and the the people are making the difference because we have to ask ourselves our question why is election integrity so important is it is it because you know if you go look at our gas prices who we elect in office makes a difference right the president the everything look at the farmers the farmers are out there are going to get killed with gas and fertilizer costs What's gonna to happen to them, right? So people are concerned and they want people to stand up and take action and they are in Surrey County. So I'm very proud of that county for doing what they're doing.
3: Yeah, well, we'll be, is it live stream tonight? Will we be able to watch the meeting? Do you know? Yeah, we'll be
4: doing some live streams. I don't know what channel yet it's gonna be live stream, but I'm gonna, if if we're able to do a rally, we're gonna actually live stream the whole thing, but um, there's gonna be, yeah, there will be live streams. I just don't know what channel we're gonna be doing it on. and And i'll be putting it on this is at six
0: o'clock tonight five o'clock tonight
4: six six p.m eastern standard time in surrey county yeah and i have to drive two hours to get there because we're in raleigh right now
3: well we hope that you have safe travels to get there Uh, jason is going to come back on the show tomorrow he's going to take us through the presentation of data for surrey county that led up to this meeting and we're going to talk about what happens at the meeting tonight uh Looking to have some other guests on as well to help us break it down, but wanted to give our audience, especially those in the North Carolina, Virginia, Georgia area that can that can get to this event, please do go out and uh, and support the the Patriots in North Carolina who are once again standing in the gap for the American people. Jason, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow.
4: Thank you. Hey, can I do one more thing? I've sure. got the grassroots moment um, They would love to be able if people don't know who to vote for. They've got a great website. It's called ncgrassrootsgov.com. And so learn more about your candidates because election integrity is important, but if we don't vote the right people in the office, you know, we have to make sure we have the right people there that run for their elections. And so learning about your candidates is important too, just as important as election integrity.
3: Absolutely. All right, thank ncgrassrootsgov.com, is that right?
4: yeah ncgrassrootsgov.com perfect correct. thank you so much all right thank you all right god bless you
3: so we have a new sponsor today we do we do
0: new sponsor it's a oh, bank
3: it is a bank it's going well already that,
0: that that was that was different i think you just passed it i did axos bank that's the one yeah good to have some good sponsors out there, but so okay, I'm seeing a lot of banks out there pandering to current trends at the cost of the customer. But there's one that's not afraid to make bold decisions um, that put customers first, even if it's gonna make headlines. Um, it's Axos Bank. So do a qui- quick search and you'll see what I mean. It's a bank that's all about integrity, fairness, and the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Let's take a look at the rewards checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate. And it's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open it by July 31st. So go to slash daily for full details. That's slash daily for those cash bonuses. You only need a, a fifteen a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account in order to qualify. Access Bank is federally insured, member FDIC and there for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily, go check them out. So yeah, um, and, and somebody asked me about God's Bank. We have been working on that. I haven't really gotten an update over the last couple of weeks. I guess it's a monumental um, lift, but, uh, you know Axis Bank Axis Bank is uh, has at least a really good program. It's a 10% yep. return if you put $1500 in there.
3: Fantastic. So we mentioned at the top of the show that it was a violent weekend and as I'm sure everybody who's watching knows there was a uh, a shooting in Buffalo this weekend. Mr. Producer, can you please play B0?
2: now more than 24 hours after a gunman unleashed a barrage of bullets at people inside and outside a Buffalo supermarket. So here's what we know as we come on the air right now. Again, 13 people were shot at the tops grocery store in Buffalo. 10 of those victims were killed. The other three who were shot were store employees. All of them were taken to the hospital and as of this morning two have been discharged. The other is listed in stable condition. As for the suspect, police say it's 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York. Police say he was wearing a camera and live-streaming the shooting on social media. He was arraigned in Buffalo City Court on first-degree murder late last night, and his parents are cooperating with law enforcement. Police say they are investigating this as a racially motivated shooting.
4: It's uh, done by a person, again, who does not live in our community, who brought this kind of hate to our very close-knit Buffalo community. We will not tolerate this. We will stand tall against it. We will rebound against it. We will show how strong we are. And all the members of our police department, the sheriff's department, the FBI, the state police will continue to fight hate on a daily basis.
2: And shock and anguish are being felt after Saturday's violent act in Buffalo. President Biden addressed the shooting today, speaking at the National Peace Officers Memorial Service in Washington. A former Buffalo police officer was among the shooting victims serving as a security guard at the supermarket. And in his remarks, the president stated that the Justice Department is again investigating the shooting as a quote, racially motivated act of white supremacy and violent extremism.
1: We must all work together to address the hate there remains a stain on the soul of America. The Hearts are heavy once again, but a resolve must never, ever waver.
0: 200 miles. He was 200 miles, um, had driven 200 miles from his family home in Conklin, New York, to carry out the racially motivated attack. Now, let's talk about racially motivated attack. I mean, it's, it's a racially motivated attack, right? I mean, he,
3: he apparently wrote a manifesto. And again, he live streamed this, and so uh, I I found so I turned my phone off for Sabbath. I don't consume any news on Saturdays because it's too easy for me to slip into work, and so I just turned my phone off from sundown on Friday to sundown on Saturday. So I didn't see this until yesterday, and I heard, but I heard about it from my 18-year-old who watched it on Twitch, which I was horrified. By um again he's eighteen. I confirmed that my younger children did not watch it, but this was live streamed on Twitch. It was up for six minutes, a live shooting up on Twitch for six minutes. Could we make it six minutes on Twitch?
0: No. No, we'd be no. taken down. Matter of fact, we were taken down from yeah. Twitch because of the radical left.
3: Right. So, you know, asym- asymmetrical uh, treatment at best, but that's, I mean, it's pretty horrifying that you can have a live streaming service that keeps something that vile and that, you know, I mean, Twitch was founded as a gaming platform. It's still full of kids, right? Full of, of kids who, who do Fortnite, and Roblox and whatever else they live stream and talk about on Twitch and this was allowed to be up uh so that that to me is twitch has twitch needs to be held accountable why did they allow six minutes of this to go when we know that they can flag and take down content on yeah immediately immediately on a moment's notice um so that you know that's that's one one aspect of it that we uh that we have to explain but this this grocery store this tops grocery store as i understand it was also in a food desert and it took quite a bit to get this grocery store built to find a company that would service this area Um, it was a community effort to bring this grocery store this specific grocery store to this area Um, really a community effort to build it and then as you said this person did not live in the community and drove 200 miles to this grocery store in particular to commit this act Uh, why?
0: Well, I mean, for for one thing, we're dealing with the the kid. You know, the, the, here are the things we're not talking about. First of all, the 160-page uh, uh, racially motivated manifesto. Yeah. Um, I'm yet to read it, so I'm going to get into uh, reading it and going through it. I want to be able to break that down at some point. We're going to have a show where we talk about this, but but we have we have an entire mainstream media deal that is is. Creating division. It is creating bad things out of good things. So you have good people in the community that become divided. All of a sudden, you have you know people on the Democrat Party that are calling white people um, the devil. What, what, what do you think happens when you create division so widespread and you attack children? What do you think happens? And then you have social media and everything else is pushing this narrative. Um, and creating identity crisis within our own community of children, creating division in our own community of children. That's who they've targeted. And then to use this as the poster child, he's 18 years old. I don't know how he got access to body armor. I don't know how he got access to um, the weapons that he had. He can't legally at his age own any of those guns. So it's not, uh, it's not about him going to a store and buying illegal guns. That's not what happened. she'd be buying guns legally and then using those and then to hear they've been planning it since january and i look at that kid and i'm thinking what a lost soul what a lost soul
3: so i mean i'm just gonna say it when the news media and the law enforcement community comes out with such a strong opinion that they know exactly what happened and they know exactly what motivated it and they have the narrative all tied up in a bow I don't believe them because we've seen uh, too many, too many of these shootings happen. Where this one, you know, for for them fits the narrative. You have a, a white supremacist who is targeting black and brown people, and so they'll cover that. But there were many shootings this weekend in America. Um, there was there was a lot of violent activity, and I uh, I was I follow some breaking news headlines on different social and and I. Started noticing that you know pr- in pretty rapid succession on Sunday, all the all the media all was, was
0: was was reporting on violent shootings right all of them at the same time
3: right, but but none of them are getting the coverage that this shooting is getting right. right. So, uh, Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and play. I have to see what the number is on this one. Let's do uh, let's do B two.
4: It's ridiculous. Something has to change from the bottom to the top because they're not going to do nothing. we got to do something because this is ridiculous. Um, I feel bad for the people that was in there because after the security guard got shot, he got a gun shooting people still. A few more people were armed and knew what they were doing with the gun. It's not the gun. It's the person with the gun that don't know how to act. So uh, I just hope something comes from this.
0: It, what's interesting about that is that he's using the argument that was used back in the 1800s when you had the wild, wild west. See, they, they had uh, sheriffs and everyone else that came in and said, listen, here's what we're going to do. Um, this is a gun-free zone. Gun-free zone has been around for a couple hundred years, guys. Yeah. It's, it's not something new. Right. When, they were, when they were building up new communities and creating um, uh, you know, settlements across the United States back in the early 1800s, you would have sheriffs. That would, that would say no guns within the city limits or no guns within this specific area. And then what happened was, is that the criminals concealed guns and they used those guns to shoot and kill innocent people. And so all of a sudden that changed very quickly to, all right, everyone needs to be armed. And guess what happened? It was a very, very civilized society because all the bad guys got shot. And they didn't just get shot by the person that they were trying to victimize. They got shot by people around them. By the way, do your own research. I mean, this, I'm, I'm telling you what is ha- what really happened in the United States, which is why they were they were pushing out and saying, "Listen, we we have to make sure that our society is armed." Mm and in being armed it gave us the ability to to make sure that we could put down bad people now we don't have that ability because all of the places he went 200 miles to a place that frankly not a lot of people had guns yeah. they've been selling them on the idea and this man is smart enough to to point out very simply that if the bad guys are the only ones that have guns how in the world how in the world can you defend yourself if the bad guys are the only ones that have guns
3: well and Let's not forget that during the COVID lockdowns, and you know, the year of 2020, we had COVID lockdowns and we had Black Lives Matter riots. We saw gun— I mean, you own a gun store, right? We saw gun sales skyrocket during that period of time because people were, uh, if 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 all these bad guys are coming around and they have guns, right? right uh, I need to be able to protect myself, and that is why the Second Amendment exists. We have in this country a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You have a fundamental God-given right to defend yourself, to protect your life, fortune, and sacred honor. You have that right. We individually have those rights. They are given to us from God. And so if you have areas like New York, uh, Illinois, California, and we're going to talk about all of these places today, that that have the strictest gun laws in the nation— They have all of the the gun control fever dreams that the left wants to have, and their crime is off the charts. They have the highest crime in the nation, and they have the highest gun control measures in the nation. Why is that? Well, let's see. If you take guns away from people and don't give them the ability to defend themselves, then they are easy victims. You you, You cannot fix human nature. There will always be bad guys. There will always be people that want to infringe upon other people's lives, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The founders knew this. That's why they enshrined our rights into law, that uh, that the government has no say over it. It is the law of the land in the United States of America that the government has no say over whether or not you can protect yourself.
0: All right. right. At let's, least on paper. Let's put this up. If you put up um, uh, post B2, Mr. Producer, put up B2. Um, Peyton was wore a hazmat suit to school. At one point, <coughs> Here, here's a young man that wore he he literally wore a hazmat suit. Let me just read this for you. Buffalo's accused teen mass shooter once wore a hazmat suit to school during the pandemic. He was later hospitalized for a day and a half after threatening classmates. It was revealed Sunday. say and by had,
3: hospitalized that means a psych evaluation. He was he was yeah, he was evaluation. right. He was yeah. brought in and hospitalized for a mental evaluation after threatening his classmates, which means the authorities knew about this guy. Yeah. Like so many of the other mass shooters, the authorities knew about this guy.
0: Yeah, state police had brought 18-year-old white supremacist and suspected killer. So here's here again, they're using the word white supremacist, mm-hmm. not, not a guy that literally is mentally ill. They want to call him a white supremacist because they want to build up a narrative that's not true
3: and suspected killer so they'll give the suspected in front of killer they'll modify killer even though he live streamed himself murdering people they'll modify and qualify killer with suspected right or alleged or whatever we do but white supremacist that is a fact according to the news
0: yeah, so we're gonna, uh, but but as you go through, we are gonna go through the manifesto. I'm gonna I'm gonna break down the manifesto and see if we can get some some traction on who this guy really was. And but. maybe
3: he was right. Maybe he was a white supremacist. And I don't I don't care if he was a white supremacist or not. You don't go shoot up a grocery store. The the guy deserves what he gets. Um, well, But But what we're talking about is... But he survived. Right, but we're talking about the unequal treatment from a narrative standpoint, the unequal treatment from a news media standpoint. So this happened in Buffalo. Everybody's hearing about it. The news is all over it this morning. It's all that we hear about. Can you please pull up B3, Mr. Producer?
4: Uh, The video?
3: Yes, please.
4: Okay.
0: What you have is a police officer, uh, literally, it's his body cam footage. 10 one, 10
1: one, 10 one mistake. 10 one. He had a
0: pistol in the, in the police car. There's a suspect in the back of the police car that has a gun.
1: Units <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be alive. You're riding in the 25th district. We're getting a 10-1, a 10-1 behind the 25th district. We got shots fired at the police. Got an officer down, 10-1.
3: All Units! run into the 25th district. All available. Units get a 10-1 behind the 25th district. Shots <laughs> Shots <laughs> still be fired. Robert.
1: Steel, or, uh, steel fire
3: behind the dish. To- we don't that way Where? We okay you can pull this time time one down so that's Chicago out of outside of police station three officers shot
0: um three three officers shot by a person that had a gun in the back of the car correct uh i mean i want i want to point out that they had a gun inside he had a suspect had a gun inside the car in the back of a police car
3: yep uh not the only so chicago again strongest one of the strongest areas uh strongest gun control in the nation um can we do b4 please
4: So it seems they're holding extended clip magazines with not guns that are illegal.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So, So these kids were inside of the store... And there's other video that shows them inside of the store. You can tell that they have firearms on them and they were robbing the store. Basically, it looks, it look it appears as though they were or allegedly appears as though they were robbing the store.
0: And who were they firing at?
3: This, so there's a car that comes across the parking lot and kind of drives by them before he starts shooting and they have their window down unclear if they said something, if they had a firearm in the what, but they call in the police, um, review that i watched of this they said they call it the victim car so i don't believe that they were the the perpetrators but they they as you can see now those kids were underage. the one that that first starts shooting the shorter one um is is definitely a juvenile unclear on the taller guy and i don't know about the the gal but that happened this weekend shot up a strip mall um outside of uh, uh outside of an area in North Carolina and then another another shooting that we saw this weekend can you play B5 please
0: the incident happened Turn the lunch, volume on Mr. producer so uh, banquet following the morning all right, let's reset it and put it and you put the volume all back, back very on please
4: preliminary in- information we believe a group I of churchgoers detained him
3: so while we're figuring out what's going on with this video in California, it's in
0: mono. You need to make sure that's in stereo.
3: In California this weekend, a guy walked in. This was yesterday. Walked in, shot up a church. Um, this one has a, a, a happier ending. I mean, it's it's still horrifying. Somebody died, but has a happier ending as the church uh, churchgoers took care of the guy themselves. They um, he will uh, face justice because they didn't, they didn't put him down, um, forever. They just put him down on the ground and hog him until the authorities showed up. And if we can get that video working, but the point here is that this was a very violent weekend. There were, I'm sure, uh, shootings that don't qualify as mass shootings, um, on, in other places, right? Uh, that we see gun violence everywhere. All, every weekend, um, every day, as you said, it's, you know, there, there's.
0: Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Mr. Producer, let's play that. Oh, okay.
4: The incident yeah. happened at lunch at a lunch bunk, uh, banquet following the morning service. And again, to remind you, this is all very preliminary. In- the,
0: the audience can hear it. We can
4: believe a group it. of oh, okay. churchgoers him and hog his legs.
3: So as, as we were saying, uh, in a church in, um, I believe it was Orange County, California, this weekend, uh, yesterday, gunmen walked in and shot up the church. The churchgoers put him down, hogtied him until authorities came. The only shooting that we're really hearing about today from the news media is Buffalo, and that is the point, is that the, the shootings that fit the narrative, that help them promote their agenda of white supremacy and gun control and all of these other false narratives that they push, um, those get amplified, right? Those, those stories get amplified, get pushed out. Uh, every, every news outlet in America today is talking about so, the Buffalo shooting.
0: So, so I want to I point something out again. There, there has to be some sort of solution. I want to work the problem. The problem is that we do have a violent society today. I mean, these kids are growing up playing uh, you know, Call of Duty and other things where they get to come back to life, not recognizing that you only got one life. You don't just get to come back alive. You can't hit you can't hit the game reset and all of a sudden just restart. But they've sold these kids on ideas. They've created conflict and they've taken God out of the community. They've done a lot of things which has caused what we have this this breakdown of societal norms. And I, and I want to say that it's it's partially because of you know how are they getting guns? Where are they getting these guns? Where? Where exactly are the guns coming from? Are they legally purchased? Not legally. So that's my point is that these guns are illegally obtained. Mm -hmm. Yet you will notice that the media right now is trying to push a narrative that they need to do something about gun access in America and that we need to create new laws and that we need to lock down law abiding citizens. Is it law abiding citizens that are making the decisions that are being made today? Is it law-abiding citizens that are, that are, I mean, they don't want to talk about the narrative of, of, of other um, gun conflicts or, or violence that happens across America. They are selectively picking these things in order to create a psyops against the American people. And, and it's not just CNN.
1: No, Fox News about. is
0: playing in this. They're all playing in it. And they're all getting the same narrative. Th- this is the whole thing about mewing people along that, hey, I'm in your corner, I'm in your corner, I'm in your corner. But they can't talk about 2,000 mules. They can't talk about the election fraud, that, the uh, evidence is across the nation. They can't talk about gun violence coming from illegal activity, because by the way, these are the same people that the DAs are letting out of out of prison. Mm-hmm. They're letting them out of prison. These people are creating they're they're committing violent crimes, and then right after that, the, the DAs are saying, "Let's just let them go." Yeah. So instead of instead of feeding our society consequences and giving them access to consequences and saying, "Hey, look, you're you're going to go to you're going to go to jail for four or five, years. you're going to break rocks for four or five years," you you want to see things change? Stop giving them Xbox in prison. Stop giving them access to things and make them do hard labor. And, and if you go to any other civilized nation across the across the world, guess what they have to do when they go to jail? It's not easy. You have to break rock. Yeah. You have to plant food. You have to do things. Right. But yet in places like California, they're keeping people in prison longer so they can have access to free labor. They're making it convenient for them. They're making whatever justification they have to let criminals out on the street, to make victims of other people, they're, they're justifying that while selectively deciding who uh, they're playing the slave master. That's well, what's happening in our country.
3: And you know, Several years ago, the left stopped talking about equal justice and started talking about social justice or equitable justice and the letting people out of prison after crimes because they have either the right skin color or the right uh, socioeconomic background, the right gender identity, the right sexual preference. That's equitable justice. That's social justice. It's different. It's asymmetrical justice. We talk about asymmetrical coverage that we're getting from the news media. We also have asymmetrical justice in this country. And that according to the left, the Marxist left that is pushing equity, that's a good thing. That's what that's what we're that, that's what's going to make America more e- equ- equitable, I guess, um, is to is to have decisions about things like crime and punishment. Um, happen based on a whole lot of other characteristics besides the crime and what the law says the punishment is. So
0: all right. So, so as we, as we start to work through all of this ma- massive violence that happened this weekend, there's a lot of things that did also didn't come up, right? There's a lot of things that were kind of hidden underneath all the violence that we experienced over the weekend. And by the way, any loss of life is important. Any. So those 10 people lost their lives, my prayers go out to them. And for those that say they don't need your prayers, they need, they need gun restrictions, you're a moron. Because if you want to look at places like the UK, where gun restrictions are, are, are it's nearly impossible to own a gun, they moved to knives. And so what they had to do is they had to restrict access to knives under the age of 18 and restrict completely access to knives over the age of 18. Yet the knife attacks in London, then moved from knife attacks to hatchet attacks, mm-hmm. axes. Oh, and then it moved from axe taxes tax to bricks. And by the way, the, I kid you not, in the UK they have legislated the use of and possession of rocks. Rocks, you now cannot hold a rock. And what's worse than all of this? Because it's the rocks' fault. What What's worse than all of this is it's not just the rock. It's not just the rock or the brick. It and it, it, it's not just having access to this stuff. They even restrict the access. Of ways to defend yourself to the police officers that are on the street in right. the UK. So would well, they do
3: that here too, right? I mean, the 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 police often, especially in high crime areas, feel like their hands are tied in terms of what they can do. But if it's not guns or 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 knives or sticks or rocks, it's cars, right? I mean, we saw in Paris the the Paris Bridge attack. I. Plows a van through a whole bunch of people. We saw the um, Christmas parade in Waukesha, where a guy plowed his vehicle through a whole bunch of peaceful people just attending a, a Christmas parade, and that disappeared from the headlines real quick because it didn't fit the narrative.
0: So, S- so we, we're we're going to bring you some truth, but I want to I want to pivot a little bit. I don't want to just sit here and talk about gun violence all weekend because I don't well, want to get the wrong collected.
3: Whenever you're pivoting. And if you're going online to look at something else, you should make sure you're not being tracked. Yes,
0: yeah, so this is brought to you by, by this, this show is brought to you by one of our sponsors, IPVanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, making sure advertisers know a little bit too much about you, or are concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. Uh, IPVanish VPN is here to protect your privacy. You can use it on computers, tablets, phones, even f- devices like your Fire Stick when streaming. Um, all of your data is encrypted when you use it. It means your private details, passwords, communications, browser history, everything is completely shielded, and it makes you virtually invisible online. You can use it on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed, and um, it, today, for our listeners, you can get up to 70%, actually you get 70% off um, as a listener to Conservative Daily. Um, and with a 30-day money-back guarantee, it's like getting nine months for free. So IPVanish IP is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know, know it's on. So go to IPVanish.com daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com daily and use the promo code daily. So, so I want to, you know, the, they control the narrative in the mainstream media. And I'm going to go, by the way, and do a show probably tonight, maybe tomorrow, where I walk through the manifesto of this uh, white supremacist, I want to break it down. I want to see, is he really a white supremacist? And by the way, if he is, shame on him, Mm -hmm. right? But I'd I'd like to look at the fact that they're shielding the fact that he spent a day and a half in a mental institution, and how did he get access to the guns? Really want to dig into that a little bit um, as they try to shield that and use that as a narrative in order to try and take away your Second Amendment rights. And, And by the way, you don't have these problems in certain places where there's a high density of people that carry guns right because i can tell you right now that if you walked into a supermarket and i was there and you had you, you had body armor on i'm going to canoe your head i train the same way that garrick was talking about training i train for the you know part of the target that it cannot be covered by um by body armor because frankly pieces of crap like this that's what they use is body armor in order to be able to it still as much fear and, and the police officer that was shot, the buffalo retired police officer that was shot, um, shot him center mass mm-hmm. inside of the body armor did no good and then was shot and killed by this raging lunatic. But I want to talk about this40 billion dollars and the narrative of people on our own, in our own party who are standing against common sense. These people are standing against the basic principles, basic principles of truth. And I'm talking about none other than Dan Crenshaw. So if you can put up C1, Mr. Producer. Dan Crenshaw is on Fox News, Support his vote for the $40 billion in Ukraine. He says people who vote against it are pro-Russia. It's typical of a leftist that tries to act like he's a Republican. We
3: get this all the time. Just because you won't stand with Ukraine because it's the money laundering center of the world, you're pro-Russia.
0: Right. Says the vote gives sticker shock to Vladimir Putin. Not a thought for Americans who pay for debasement.
3: Vladimir Putin's not an idiot. I guarantee you, he's thinking, "Wow, they're going to print forty more billion dollars to throw over." Ro- okay, yeah, keep going, print more.
0: Well, well, and he he's because he
3: un- doesn't like us. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I, I mean, I, look, I, I'm not pro Russia or anti Russia. I'm, uh, I'm 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 pro democracy. From the standpoint of what we have as a, as a country, which is a constitutional republic, I'm pro the people inside of every community having a voice. And what we're finding across the entire globe is that there are elitists that are creating that narrative for us and then saying, hey, we're doing this for your best for, in your best interest, which is not the which is not the case.
3: You cannot change my mind that this is not a money laundering operation, that this that I mean, it, it is not that long ago that we sent them. What was that Eighty billion dollars. I think it was, a few, 80, week, 80 few weeks dollars. ago.
0: But this forty billion dollars does not go to the people of Ukraine. Right. I mean, it's, it's a pork it's a pork pork laden bill, where less than fifteen percent of the bill actually makes it to Ukraine. Right. And, and it's here's money laundering. And here's the other thing: Mitch McConnell is going out saying that they want to create lethal. Uh, investment into Ukraine in order to defeat Russia. There's only a cer- certain matter of time before Russia turns its sights on America and says, "Okay, you're next." And you would say they're writing these articles saying that Vladimir Putin is almost bankrupt and the country is almost bankrupt. No, what's bankrupt is the United States. What's bankrupt is the United States. Let me tell you why. Ready? It's really simple our debt structure right now makes it impossible if they took 91% of your pay, which is what we're trying to get to. If they took 91% of your pay, you still, leaving you 9%, if you and your spouse, that means 18%. If you took 91%, you would not pay that debt off in 200 years. 91%. You couldn't pay it off in 200 years. If the interest rate was zero, if the interest rate was zero, you couldn't pay it off in 200 years if they took 91 percent of your pay.
3: Which means it's absolutely criminal what the people in in Washington D.C. have done to us, existing American people, and future generations—our kids and their kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. So,
0: so, let, so let's break it down. Let's go into. Let's, uh, let's, let's
3: do C 2 first up, Mr. Producer. I want to. I want st- us to. You mentioned Mitch, so. Let's do Mitch. It.
1: For months, the brave people of Ukraine have been fighting valiantly in a war they did not ask for. Their defense of their homeland from the Russian invasion has already far surpassed the expectations of all the skeptics. Ukraine is not asking anybody else to do their fighting for them. They ask only for the resources they need to defend themselves against this lawless aggression. I strongly support the next package of lethal military assistance, which the House has passed with an overwhelming bipartisan majority. I hope the Senate can reach an agreement to consider and pass this legislation today. The Ukrainians need it. We need to do it today. Helping Ukraine is not an instance of mere philanthropy. It bears directly on America's national security and vital interests that Russia's naked aggression not succeed and carries significant costs. If Ukraine fails to repel Russian aggression, there's no question that the threat to America and European security will actually grow. Our nation's history is packed, packed with painful reminders that America cannot wish away global problems that affect us and our allies simply by burying our head in the sand. I applaud the strong Republican vote for this crucial assistance over in the House and urge my Senate colleagues on both sides to help us pass this urgent funding bill today.
0: Here's a guy, by the way, that is completely compromised. Mitch McConnell is one of the people who has stood up and denied the American people the ability to protect their voice. It's not the Democrats that we had a problem with. He's the one that, by the way, was fist bumping kamala harris uh on the senate floor if you don't remember fist Mm -hmm. bumping um when she was walking across uh the senate floor back in january of 2021 do you
3: know when he went into uh when he went when he was first elected to the senate there's a beautiful symmetry to it so 30 1984
0: oh yeah 1984.
3: Yeah, I keep wondering. I mean, there's a note, right? I mean, 1984. You can't make this up. But... 38 years. How is it that the people who have been in Congress forever, right, who have made all of the decisions and all the votes that got us to this point, to the point where they now admit that we need a great reset because the, the financial system of the world is unsustainable and they can't keep going the way that they've been leading the world forever, but it's on all of us. Uh, to, to do a great reset and they get another swing at bat? Well, they get another chance to lead through a great reset? They get to manage our decline? So, I don't think so.
0: So, so here, here's something that everyone should consider is that the people that have been in positions of power and authority have been there for decades. Not two decades or three decades but four and five decades. And the, as these people die, they die in office. Yeah. They die because of their thirst for power and money. Yeah. And while they do that, completely disconnected from, from reality. We find ourselves in a position where we have to work every day, every week, 50, 60 hours a week to take care of our family as they continue to have this bloodthirst for more from the American people.
3: And they could take it all and it still wouldn't be enough to pay back what they've spent. So they could take all of the money that we earn. You said 91, 92 percent, whatever. That was 200 years, right? They could take all of it. They already take thirty-something percent, right? From from those of us who pay taxes, they could take all of it, and it still wouldn't be enough. But just let us just let us do another forty billion, another forty billion here, another trillion and a half there. Pakistani gender programs need it.
0: All right, so so let's let's walk through what Dan Crenshaw had to yeah. say. If we can play the next video C3, of Dan three, Crenshaw,
3: please, Mr. Producer, as well. And look, again, I understand the counter
4: argument. It's a huge sticker shot. But there's some bad arguments, too. People are saying, well, we can't put baby formula on our shelves, but we're sending money to Ukrainians. And my response to that is, you know how much baby formula
0: you can buy with 40 billion dollars? None. None, because it's not a money issue. It's a manufacturing issue. And so we have to. Sol-
3: you know how many manufacturing issues you can solve with 40 billion dollars?
0: You, you can solve a lot of problems you with manufacturing You can solve a issues. lot of them. But, but, he, but here's the issue, is that America is suffering right now. And as it suffers and we create a new narrative, what we're dealing with right now is the same thing we dealt with in 2020. But instead of having the Antifa on the street, which they know, they know that if Antifa goes to the street, the American people will literally put them down like dogs. I'm sorry. You'll have good Christian people that will go out there and will basically tell these people we've had enough. All over the entire country. I've had those conversations. They started. They started it. But now they've, they've realized that the more that they continue down this pathway of trying to incite violence in the community, the more the American people have said, okay, we've had enough. We'll show up with two, 300 people, and the police will have to make a decision on whether or not they support the good or the bad. They'll have to make that
1: decision.
3: Right. But what Crenshaw is saying here in this clip is you guys aren't focused on the right problem. We're not going to solve the baby formula problem with funding, I guess, um, but just let us send 40 billion to Ukraine because they really, really need it, guys. Because they, they, they're gonna, you know, they're not asking anybody for boots on the ground. They're just asking us to send them 40 billion dollars so that they can have the weapons and whatnot that they need to to fight off the Russians. Why is this our problem?
0: Well. Look, if if we were dealing with, I mean, it's a Democrat problem, or Republican problem, because they've built a narrative, and this is why we get to. mean um, there are certain people in Congress that, that are not talking about Ukraine, and it's, and they can't, they they can't stand up and say that they support um, Ukraine because they know that it's a lie. They have access to different fact checks. They have access to certain information. And they know that the bio BioLabs, it was a real thing. But yet, mm-hmm. where's the media talking about that? And where, where, where are our fellow influencers? And that's and not podcasters? just going to
3: go away. The, no. the BioLabs is not going to go away.
0: But on top of the biolabs not going away, we also have to talk about the Nazi, the Azov Battalion mm-hmm. and things like that. Those narratives are dissipating as well, being left with what they just keep hammering down. And I would tell other podcasters and people out there that want to um, that are that are really the source of the news is that you have to continue to have stamina and talk about the things that that are really happening. There were biolabs inside of Ukraine. They were it is the bastion home
3: US funded biolabs inside of Ukraine.
0: It is the it is the home of people like Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and really bad people, the Clintons, all the way down the line, we're dealing with massive amounts of people that use that as their hub for their evil. And yet we want to ignore that and we want to not talk about it. We want to say, okay, we've already covered it. But what you don't understand is that you don't have a a massive reach. It's one of the reasons why we talk about election integrity so much on the show. Is because we're gonna talk and meet different people at different times in order to, to, for them to understand how much evidence we have on the election fraud state. The same thing can be said for Ukraine. Ukraine right now is a, it, it basically is the, the evil hub of really bad people, really, really bad people that, who have stolen our country and stolen your voice. And so we, we continue to talk about it, but now you have people that are supposed to be standing on the right side of history. Crenshaw, who, by the way, has done this he's, he's done this since he's gotten in office. He's talked out of both sides of his mouth. Now, keep in mind, this is the guy that went to the World Economic Forum. Mm-hmm. Dan Crenshaw went to the World Economic Forum.
3: Named as one of their up-and-coming leaders.
0: But put up C4 for a minute. I'm going to put this up because I think it's important. This is Dan Crenshaw transitioning from uh, John McCain.
3: Yeah, just in case anyone missed the politics of Warhawk McCain, you're in luck. He's back.
0: So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple minutes and go ahead, take that down, Mr. Producer. I'm going to take a couple minutes and, and just kind of tell you my observation. So this is going to be from my 40,000 foot view, seeing things that I've seen all over the world, all over the world. Number one, everything the mainstream media tells you is done for purpose. There's a reason why they put it out there. They are developing an entire environment where they can control a narrative so that they can lead you down a path where the great reset becomes something that you're just willing to settle for. In the very end, the people that will have nothing will be all of us. You won't have a right. You won't have a right to own a gun. You won't have a right to defend your family. You will become a victim. Everything will, it'll go from guns to knives. And by the way, what they, what they tried on other nations is what they're trying to bring to the United States. And that is why they're bringing people from foreign nations into our country and they're literally marginalizing Americans. People that are hardworking Americans, they're marginalizing. them. It's why they're breaking down the institutions of education. It's why they're assigning and pushing critical race theory. It's why they are making it impossible for people in the inner city to have access to opportunity and are making them the mouthpiece for that you are a victim. You are a victim because we tell you that you're a victim. But we're not going to give you access to jobs like being a doctor or lawyer or, you know, uh, on Wall Street. We get to decide. We get to decide whether or not you won the lottery. And I think that the hard part for anyone to fathom is that all of this stuff is happening at the same time and you feel like you're on a boat with a bunch of holes in it. But it's not hopeless. We, We actually can work this problem. We just have to get less tolerant with them. And the reason why they're coming for guns is because there's something else that's getting ready to happen. Now I'm not queuing on. And by the way, if you are good for you, good for you. I talk about problems that I know I can see 100%. If I can see the problem, that is the thing I will concentrate on, but we are forgetting, we are forgetting the fundamentals of how to protect our community. We're forgetting. And the one is calling them what they are. They are evil. They are liars. They are exactly what they say that they are fighting against. And we are not fighting just Democrats. I would argue that on one side, again, I've said this over and over and over again, there are communists and Marxists and evil people, Satanists. And they stand together in both parties. On the Republican side, they are lying to us to get into office so that they can subvert the voice of the American people. And on the left side, that's what they do. They like to destroy. They seek and destroy. And so as we look at the things that are happening in our country, there's a reason for it. We're going to overturn Roe versus Wade, which will incite violence over here. And while that's happening, we're going to rob the American people of just even more money, more dignity, more access to the ability to control and create accountability within our government structure. And by the way, that's at every level. That is at the level at the national level. That's at the state level. That's at the local level. We were talking about just local municipalities having access to so much money on the tax rolls and, and with this CARES Act money and things that are coming down from the government, that they're they're spending it on stupid things like building roundabouts in the middle of the street just to make it look pretty, while people go without, while $0.52 cents on every dollar comes out of your paycheck on the average, what do you get with that? And by the way, it's $0.52 cents on the dollar. And then you have to also add in the fact that health care right now costs the average family about $18,000 a year. Well, do the, do the math. $18,000 a year for healthcare. Oh, and I haven't even started talking about childcare. And by the way, the government relies on and 100% expects for both people in the household to go to work. That's why they're building an education environment that says, We will take care of your kids. You're the incubator. You created the kids. Now we get to indoctrinate them. And when parents finally stand up and they act like they're shocked. Like shock and awe. I cannot believe that this parent won't let us teach them about how to be gay or how to be transgender or how to pick whether or not they want to be a dinosaur. And then they lie to the parents, which is what we saw last week when we talked about the mother whose daughter was told to go to an art class, but it wasn't an art class. It was a gender recruitment class. And they were told, whatever you do, whatever happens in this room stays in this room, and you must not go home to your parents and tell them what we're talking about. What does that sound like to you? But where is the outrage? Guys, we are, we are, at, the, we are at the precipice of collapse. And what we're talking about when it comes to the, the shootings or, or to uh, Crenshaw, it's, it's a really simple fix. It really is. We got to get in the gap together we got to completely get in the gap together. we got to do things that 100% stand together in truth. And we got to become an ambassador of truth. We have to do our part. and And you'll see me repeat things over and over again. People will say, Joe, you talk about the left being a bunch of liars. That's because they're liars. They lie about everything. And they accuse everyone else of lying. Conveniently, everyone else of lying. But the reality of it is they are lying. Your eyes do not deceive you. What they're doing at the, at the border, what's happening with these breakdowns in, in, in urban environments, it's, it's, it's on purpose, they're doing it on purpose. And when enough chaos is there, now they get to go in and they get to destroy, seek and destroy every family in America. They're attacking our military institutions, they're attacking mothers, they're attacking families, they're attacking education. They, nothing is untouched right now by these evil people and they are funding it through a criminal enterprise of nonprofits across the country they are funding it now you have to make a decision on whether or not you want to stand up to that they have billions of dollars in order to attack you billions <coughs> and, and so this this is not a this is not a podcast of oh my gosh the sky is falling this is a work the problem this is a stop listening to them mm. tell others to stop listening to them and stand up and, and this is—we're we're only at Monday. We got—we got four more days of this, right? Stay with me on this.
3: Well, and that's that—that's really it for for me is the narrative piece of it. So there's evil in the world. We're promised that we know we know that that this world is uh, is not where we're supposed to make our home. There are evil things. There are evil people. We cannot perfect human nature. That's. That's a, a fool's errand. It cannot be done. And so anybody telling you that they can perfect human nature is lying to you. And anybody that's telling you that if we just have the right gun control measures or if we just educate all the kids in the perfect way or if we, if we just get rid of the traditions and institutions that have made this country what it is, that it'll be perfect. And then it, you know we won't have we, we won't have, Sorrow and, and pain and, and disease and all these things. This is what the left is promising you. What the uniparty is promising you, and it's a lie. It's a lie from the pit of hell.
0: So, so that that puts us into the you know we're, we're out of time. But I, I want to I want you guys to understand that that uh, you know Fox is, is a part of the problem. The mainstream media is a part of the problem. We talk about two thousand mules. That's working the problem. That's actually putting something out there that is real information. Um, Mr. Producer, I put up that tweet from 2020 related to election fraud. Can we put that up if you can, Mr. Producer? It's in there. So this, this, by the way, was in 2020. It was December 3rd, 2020. Missouri state lawmaker Justin Hill calls for on AG Eric Schmidt to prosecute Dominion voting systems for unpaid taxes and demand release of software sources. Code Dominion were dissolved last year and has been operating illegally in the state. Um, and Mr. Bruce, if you'll go to that gateway pundit, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up, things are heating up in Missouri right now. This is, again, back in December of 2020. This is how slow they try to walk the process in a state, by the way, that's run by Republicans. Uh, Dominion Voting System for Unpaid Taxes, Demand Release Software Source Code. This They were demanding that right now. Well, right now in Missouri, there is a lot happening right now in order to get access to the... Um, source code and not only get access to the source code, but also to get access to what, you know, the, the fact that they were being paid and accepting money from the state when they weren't even a legal entity in the state of Missouri. So I want you to know that I can go through state by state by state. We just talked about North Carolina. We talk about what's happening in Colorado and Mesa County. Mm -hmm. We talk about the fact that it's not just the left fighting against Mm -hmm. Tina Peters in Mesa County. It's now a concerted effort at the state GOP level, which shows you that in Washington, it is the power structure that is running things, not the Republicans or Democrats. They put us on different football teams to divide us and to make us weaker as a collective group. So I want you to know that after talking to a lot of, of, of liberals or, or Democrats over the last couple of weeks, we are facing a problem, a monumental problem, information war. And so we have to decide where we're gonna get our information. We have to decide how we're gonna push and advocate for truth. And we have to start using our wallet in order to create a different pathway of technology and a different pathway of economics within our nation. So with that said, I got, I got two things that I need to talk about. One is that we have a CD membership. Conservative Daily membership. Um, so, we, we, you know, th- th- this gives, gives you the ability to support what we do here at Conservative Daily. It will give you access to the Daily Fax Blast where you can talk to Congress every day. And you would say that, Joe, it doesn't, doesn't make any difference. Well, as we start, first of all, it does, because there are some that are listening, but we need to give them courage. And the more people that go out and talk to them on a daily basis, like you'll have the ability to do this every single day, talk to your, to your elected leaders it pushes them to understand that they're not standing alone because they're listening to the same thing that you're listening to, the mainstream media. And so you got to get away from that. But we're also going to give you the ability to get access to extra content, interact with the hosts and guests. So you will have the ability to talk to us. Um, we are going to have a conference at some point. Um, and then uh, it also gives you the ability to, uh, you know, get me to come to your community because I may, I may just up and I, I was just invited to go to Um, to Alabama. And I was like, I'll go to Alabama. Alabama seems great. Sounds like, take that down if you would. And the other thing is, is that, uh, so today I have to pay a $33,000 bill for sanctions, for not giving up the um, Antifa gentleman, the kid that that got me access to the Antifa deal. And uh, for those that you are wondering, the, the judge in this case, who attended an Antifa rally, who's just has broken every procedural law, out there and it stood as a proxy for Eric Coomer, um, l- issue that we can go forward on the case the Eric Coomer can go f- forward on the case in, uh, Denver, uh, County or district court. Um, even though nobody is in Denver, they shopped it to an area which they have full control over right. and, uh, literally have violated every law. We're, we're obviously going to appeal, but, uh, you know, we, we were able to uncover some really, uh, crazy information about the judge. So we're going to use that as well. And, um, you know, it,
3: this is what it looks like if justice is equitable.
0: Yeah. So this isn't just as equitable, this is weaponizing the judiciary against you. So, um, if you go to, That's what
3: equitable justice uh, means. I,
0: I really do need to raise a bunch of money. Now, if you want to know what I've spent, I've spent a half million dollars and I've already heard people say that somewhere along the line that this is some sort of, um, money-making opportunity for me. So let me, let me just explain something to you. I've sold everything I have right? I don't have a job where that pays me. This does not pay me. I do this every day, twice a day for you. Um, so I did set up a fund where you can help me. You can help me with this. And it is at Give, Send, Go. And you go to give, go.com slash defend Joe Oltman. And you can help me. You can help me. It's really easy. And, and frankly, I, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm a broken record in talking about how we support and how we stand together. Um, there's another way which, you know, that that I'm doing everything I can. And I had a conversation with Sydney Powell last night where I was texting Sydney Powell and I just said, thank you. Thank you for being a tireless leader because she tirelessly is standing up while they're taking shots at her from everywhere. And she just works the problem. She hasn't stopped at all. And so we want to continue to work hard on this to get to the bottom of it. We want to get to the bottom of it. We we want to get to discovery. We, I mean, we, getting through the anti-slap was one. It, it, it is going to be really expensive, but we have to get to the discovery. We have to get into where get all the emails for Eric Coomer, That we know every travel schedule. We want to know. I want to know what he did literally for the last five years. I want to know where he went. I want to know what plane trips he took. I want to. I want a copy of his passport. I want everything. And you know why I want it? Because I'm going to be able to show you that he was complicit in the behavior of stealing the election. This wasn't just him talking in hyperbolic terms. It wasn't just him lying in that Denver Post article. It wasn't just him you know, talking about being un-American and anti-American, anti-police and anti-Trump. It wasn't just that he posted the Antifa manifesto. No. no. It wasn't just that. It was his actions. It's not just the fact that he has a tattoo of the Church of Satan that's um, the number one artist on his arm, screaming Popes. By the way, it's a disgusting tattoo on his arm. It's not the fact that he posted something about his wife. It's not the fact that he ran, ran into a building and almost uh, ran someone over trying to flee the scene and then lied to police four times. No, this is just who he is. It is who he is. And that's why that on the brink of uh, two arrests and being a drug addict, they walked in and said, Hey, I, you know what? We, why don't you come over here and work on the election system? Cold
3: call. He got, got a cold call. Hey, 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 recovering heroin addict who doesn't have any experience in this industry, we with, l- we want you
0: with twice being I arrested.
3: No, no, uh, no judgment on recovering heroin addicts. If you've been able to f- get yourself out of that, then that's amazing. And um, I, you know, I wish you all the best. But it begs the question of how did this guy get the cold call to go work for Smartmatic? Right at the at the time, it was Smartmatic before they were Dominion.
0: Yeah. So look, I, I, I don't I'm not I'm going to tell you right now we're working the problem or we're winning. We're winning. We're winning 100% of the time. And by the way, we, we're, we're going to set up lawfare ability across the country, we have the People's Chamber of Commerce. So if you own a business, people's Chamber of Commerce, peoples chamber of com. If you go there, become a member, let me just tell you, you're gonna love this, by the way, ready? This is awesome. This is almost feels like a one of those become a part of the whole thing, but you become a part of the People's Chamber of Commerce. You get four people to become a uh, part of the People's Chamber of Commerce. They get four people, they get four people, they get four people, it grows, grows, grows. We set up law and policy centers in all 50 states. We're able to support the business community, the SMB community, the community that sits among us, Patriot businesses. We have the ability to create our own economy. We're only doing business with people that are, and by the way, when you go find those four people, your membership becomes free because 25% of that goes towards your membership. So you buy a membership, you get four people buy a membership and that goes towards your membership, so it's free. And if you do more than that, you get paid 25% of each one of those memberships that you were able to recruit someone into it. And you'd say, well, Joe, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. No, it's a way that we build quickly across the entire country. And it doesn't, it, it, we have the ability to support each other. And then we take the rest of that money from People's Chamber of Commerce and we use it to hire attorneys they can't be fired, can't be intimidated, can't have a law firm that goes after them, and we just start suing people. And when a, when a business gets attacked by some radical leftist that works as a in the county commissioner or that works inside of the building department, we sue them. Individually, we sue them on behalf of the business owner. And we just continue to hammer them. I want to have 40, 50, 100 lawsuits. I want to do things where they go after certain people and they persecute people. And then we have the ability to go after them for damages. And we just continue to hammer them as members of FEC United and as members of the People's Chamber of Commerce. That's how you do it. We have to work the problem. You want to work the problem? We have to build something that allows us to work the problem. And that's what we've done, which I'm so excited about. We, we had somebody that, that literally signed up in Alaska. We have someone that signed up in Louisiana. We we have people that every day are like, okay, so how do I get people on this system? And you, you, you have, and I think Mr. Producer tonight, are we gonna walk through it? We're gonna walk through it tonight, are we not? People's Chamber of Commerce is a part of it. Take 10 minutes and walk through it.
4: Yeah, we're looking at doing that.
0: Yeah, so we'll have the ability to walk you through as well on your side, what that is. And, and guys, listen, this is not a, how do we make money for conservative daily? No, it's not even a part of conservative daily. It's just, how do we give you the tools where you can say, Hey, look, I'm not alone. I don't have sticks and stones. We actually are working the problem with technology and with resources that allow for us to take back our community. And part of this is getting churches involved too. These are Patriot churches. Wouldn't you like to know where the churches are? that are not going to muzzle your children. They're going to talk about what's happening in society and not say, oh, this is politics. Politics has nothing to do with ethics and morals. Mm. Nothing. When you talk about ethics and morals, being pro-life, being pro-Second Amendment, not allowing them to steal the voice voice of the American people, those aren't politics. Those are simple societal problems that we as pastors and as leaders in faith, we have to support. So we're going to be working the problem unapologetically. So be be a part of the solution. Bring other organizations in. And if you have a business, we want to support you. It does have the ability to leave your reviews. Make sure that the people that you bring in, by the way, are patriot businesses. In other words, that they, they stand up for the Constitution. Because it, you bring in a bad person. One side, we have people that sign up as FEC United members. They get access to it. One side is the businesses. They sign up. Everyone stands together, and we build an environment where we can protect. That is the army that God wants us to have, the army of people that works the problem and comes up with a solution and starves out the radical left and the evil that is in our society. What else you thinking?
3: No, absolutely. I think I think we need to pray.
0: All right.
3: Um, a lot of you know talking talking about the violence of this weekend, talking about the pivotal uh, meetings that are happening this week. The the you know anytime Congress is in session, I have heartburn. But they're, you know, looking at the $40 billion. there's the meeting in Surrey, North Carolina tonight to talk about election fraud and to look at evidence and to talk about moving to paper ballots. On Thursday, there's a uh, Board of County Commissioner meeting in Mesa County where they're going to be hearing from the DA there and looking at the evidence presented in the third Mesa County Forensic Image Report. There's so much going on right now. And at the same time, we, you know, can many of us can barely afford gas or are making choices between food, uh, or prescriptions or can't find baby formula. Um, it seems insurmountable. It seems uh, Dave and Goliath. Every, every time we do, uh, you know, kind of roundup shows of headlines and talk about things it can it can feel overwhelming. But um, it's, it, it's not. It's, it's not insurmountable. It's, it is a David and Goliath, and we win that exactly the same way that David did. We win it with God. So do you want to pray?
0: Yeah. You ready? Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be on the podcast today and to talk to all of our conservative daily family. Thank you for what you've brought to this country so many years ago. Thank you for the sacrifice of the people that came before us that that gave it all in order to protect the freedoms as we've been able to enjoy up to this point as Americans. Father, please be in the hearts and minds of the people that are on this show and even the people that aren't, that are listening or aren't listening. Just soften their hearts and prepare their minds and give them the ability to set aside petty differences so we can come together as one, as Americans, in order to give back... The voice of the american people to the communities within america father help us to have the tools to fight against the globalist agenda and the people that would do harm to our nation that father please stop stand as a barrier against those people who would sacrifice the sovereignty of our nation for their evil and for for their selfish gains Father, go with us as we as we leave here that we may that we may do Your will, and we may remember the sacrifice that Jesus made in order to give us eternal life. Father, it, it, please stand as a shield, and please get into the minds of those that would do evil. Help us that we may recognize it, and that we may as as Americans, we may stand up and be able to stop that evil in its tracks. Father, please protect our children. Protect their minds and give them the strength to fight against this evil that has been thrust upon them in every area of their life.
3: And Father God, I just ask that as as we cover these stories and we look at the headlines and we see all of the violence that is occurring across our nation and we we see asymmetrical asymmetrical coverage lord and we know that these are real people we know that there are that there are real people who have been killed who have been injured and whose communities have been terrified father god i ask i ask for for you to remember them lord for you to just descend your spirit upon them give them a a supernatural peace Lord and use these horrible circumstances to reveal yourself to them in a mighty way Lord and to bring about your glory. We know that you cause all things to work together for the good of those who are called according to your purpose of those who love you Lord and we love you and we ask we ask that you will heal our land Lord that you will descend your spirit and your peace and your grace and your mercy lord on those who are most hurting we pray for our enemies lord we pray for those who are making decisions that are not in our best interest lord and certainly not in the interest of your kingdom and your glory father god we ask that they will that they will come into repentance and that they they too will will see you glorified lord may we be obsessed with bringing about your glory while we're here on this earth lord and i just pray I just lift up all of those who are hurting Father God this this information war this this hot war that we're living right now it's overbearing and overwhelming to us at times Lord but when we rest in you we know that it's already won we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus amen
0: amen well that's it we're out of time if you like us follow us on. Rumble. Rumble. Rumble us up. Um, you can see us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, cloud hub, and Frank Speech. Um, if you want to go to the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. We do know that there, we are being uh, uh, shadow banned on Apple and a few others. We're working on that. Go over there, though. Give us a five-star review and um, share it with someone that needs to hear it. We've got a couple of big things coming this, this week, by the way, Um, we're going to try and get Garrett back on to talk about the report. And for those of you that don't know, you can go to Marco Polo and you can get access to all of the emails. They have made public all of the emails, every one of the emails for um, Hunter Biden's emails.
3: So what you should do is go search for your favorite local officials.
0: Yeah. It's pretty crazy what you're going to see inside lots, of these emails. Lots of
3: names in that laptop.
0: Um, but uh, if you go to uh, bidenlaptopemails.com, there's 128,000 emails from Biden Laptop, which is the modern Rosetta Stone of white and blue-collar crime under the patina of the Delaware Way. So go through it. You're going to see it. You have full access to it. You can read those. You can download all the raw files. It's nearly a gigabyte. Um, to get down, but you can go look at that. Again, there was nothing to see here, right? I mean, this is what they kept from you. They lied to you in the mainstream media, the entire mainstream media.
3: Well, to inf- to influence an election, if you recall, they uh, they said it wasn't real. And 51 intelligence community officials said that this is Russian information. There's no way that this is a real thing until after the election right. that they stole.
0: So let's, uh, yeah, and all the way in the description, you can go ahead and, and sign up for our uh, emails as well and then go become a member of conservative daily go become a member of FEC United and frankly just go do the hard work set up a chapter and charter in your area get people to stand together and let's get ready we are already in the war they've already declared war on us now it's just a matter of doing the hard work and having faith but acting in that faith acting in it I'm still from the south side of heaven I'm still willing to get to the go to the mat at any point and you should be as well So that's it for this episode of conservative daily podcast god bless you all we'll see you tonight at four o'clock mountain standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time until then have a great day and um do good god bless god bless you